five seconds. I saw you fixing your. Mm -hmm. your I got a say. I got a little safety pin in there just so. So it's not even February, dude, and you're already you're already wearing the. Um, I'm feeling the, the heart. love. Yeah, it's cute. I can wear it anyway, right? Oh, I know you're. Thank you, Miss Betty. Uh huh. Oh, it's the Gatorade. I put a little bit. Oh, that'll work for now. Okay. Thank you, Miss Betty. Um, so how many heart and pink and red outfits are we going to see till? Well, I'll probably wear this one a couple of times before I return it. Um, and you had a safety pin in the top. I see that. It was a little low. A little low. Yeah, a little keep it classy. <laughs> you look pretty, though. Thank you. As always. Thank you. I got a lot of compliments uh, on this sweater this morning while I was well, out and about. And when you spend three hours of your morning getting ready. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I did not. Uh, well, first of all, I'm very excited because... Uh, our friends at Aztec Chevrolet are coming on for another season. Yeah. So you guys have done your jobs by giving Aztec Chevrolet some love. Thank you so much, guys. And, and again, to all the folks, fine folks at Aztec Chevrolet, thank you so much for everything that you guys have done for me and my wife. And we are greatly appreciated. And so is yeah. Rick. Rick is um, you know a partner and a teammate with us. And, and we work very hard to make Aztec Chevrolet happy. And it seems like we have. Yeah. So I'm very excited about that. I think we might have to make another commercial. Yes, and oldsaltcoffee.com. Every bag of coffee you buy with the code Trevino10. That part's important. They yes. have to put that in. Trevino10, T-R-E-V-I-N-O, 10, the number 10, 10. You will get a bag of coffee, and then you will give uh, Helicopters for Heroes $1. My goal is 1,000 people a month. Come on, guys. Yeah. Let's give these veterans. And by the way, Anybody from San Antonio that's listening um, today, I will be at um, the rodeo. The San Antonio rodeo is going on right now. Yes. Helicopters for Heroes has a barbecue team. Yes. And I will be there to supervise. And there's kiddos. Apparently, there's like a kiddo a cooking competition. No, oh. co there's a kiddo cooking competition too. Oh. And Jake's girls are cooking in the kiddo competition. Oh, so good luck to them. And I will be tasting everything just to make sure it tastes exactly the way it's supposed to taste. <laughs> I will be the official... Fat boy taste tester. Um, I don't, you know, I have a lot on my mind today. Do you? Um, well, you know, I finally got rid of your desk and the <gasps> you table. You did? Where did it go? It went to Longhorn in Aggieland. You know uh -huh. him? Yes. He always comments and we're, we're always so appreciative of okay. him. Okay. Well, so he, he. There's hit, a couple of them now, I think, that use that hashtag. I don't know. Well, he hit okay. me up first and uh -huh. it's first come, first serve. Yeah. And then I got like six, seven others. And I was like, sorry, guys. Yeah. You know, it's spoken for. So he came over yesterday. I wasn't here. Miss Betty um, helped him. And then there was a moment, you know, because Miss Betty was like, um, back, you know, um, um, behind the scenes, Betty. Uh -huh. She goes, uh, she goes, hey, uh, I'm here. You know, they're here. They're going to be here to pick up the, the thing. And I go, well, go ahead and give them the table that's back there, too. Uh -huh. And then she's like, okay. And there was a little bit of me that was like. Oh man, but I, we left, could her, use that I left her in the barn oh. <laughs> by herself with two grown men. Oh no, I thought you were going to say, but maybe we should keep the table. I thought maybe you, there was like a little bit of a hoarder in you. Came no, out. that's what I no. thought you were going to say. No, <laughs> no, get it gone. Um, so I just want to thank him for coming out and, and being so sweet to behind the scenes, Betty and, and, and helping me get Renee's hoarder bullshit. They gotta send me oh. pictures with what they do with it. If they like DIY it and rehab it. Well, and then he, he, he hit me up today. It. He goes, "Hey man, uh, there's a there's an envelope of pictures in there. I'll mail them to you." So we, well, apparently we left some stuff 
In the desk. In, in the desk. So oh, I, I, felt, I wonder what the pictures were. Well, if I was smart, I would have left them like a little thank you or, you know, I should have done something like that. But yeah. uh, well, we're doing it here. We'll, you know, thank you very much. And then um, so many, so many people. So What? I haven't read the comments the last couple of weeks because I know we've you been don't going care. back and forth. She doesn't care. No, no, and, no. Because I know we've been going back and forth and I, I knew you would read them and you would catch me up and you would tell me what the tally okay, so, is and what the score is. So first of all. At. First of all, Rick 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 was like, dude, they want se-. so the big debate is between me against Renee and and Rick and Gigi. No, it is and- not an against. You make it very no. adversarial when you no. phrase it that way. I'm saying that you guys are voting for more segments. I am voting for more free form conversation. Yeah, and I think that we have gotten a more free form conversation. And, you know, and, and people said, yes, a guest, but very quickly. Yes, what? Yes, a guest, but make it very quickly. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But Rick, and he's about to chime in. <laughs> Rick, <laughs> Rick is saying that we got a lot of more segments. And I don't believe him. I, I, I read them too. No, I, Rick, okay. Rick, I'll let you speak for yourself. Rick, you there? Yeah. So <laughs> Rick's playing it safe. No, Rick doesn't want to have to scrap another episode. You got to give the fans what they want. <laughs> and, and they want free form conversation. I think we're reading different social medias. Okay. So look, I, I think that we should put, you know how you can do a poll on, uh-huh. on, in, on Instagram. Uh-huh. We'll settle it right there. We'll in the put, Insta stories? We will put a poll in the Insta stories on Monday morning. Uh-huh. Or no, Friday morning. Okay. Because uh, that's when the podcast airs. Yeah. Or Friday afternoon to give people a chance to, to, watch. to watch. Yeah. And we'll see what the polls say. Okay. Oh, wait till you see the design of it. <laughs> I'm going to... The, the, the podcast is going to be designed all up and then your sad looking... <laughs> <laughs> Very aggressive, Rick. Very aggressive. <laughs> um, but I also found it very interesting that, that there, there were several people that were like, man, I really wanted to see the scrapped episode. Yeah. The scrapped episode, and I think that Renee and I are, are in a good place and we're in a good mood. <laughs> Renee has hearts all over her sweater. Um, the, I'm not feeling particularly bitchy this morning. The, the reason that we got into it is because I was having an issue with we had we had somebody over and I'm like I don't even remember what it was every now. every time we would have a conversation in the middle of me talking Renee would jump in and that night before you know I I, I would I would just take it and I'm like all right well you know mm-hmm. let let her you know let her talk and then uh, you know I would talk and then you would jump in and interrupt again and and I took it and then you know it was it was several times and then in the morning when I woke up, I lost it because you did it to me again, and I lost it all. And, and when I look, I mean, when I say lose it, we're not like we don't freaking yell at the top of our lungs. We we are, you know, very. Um, I mean, is it is it aggressive a little bit? Yes, but it's not like you know. No, but this is torture. No, okay. I to relive it nothing, for the third, fourth, or fifth time. Let me put it to this way. Nothing, right nothing the way my, my dad and, and Miss Dora used to fight. Yeah. I used to watch them fight and it was like, 
I mean, crazy, right? Okay. Um, so, I, and I, you know, in the morning I said, hey, I said, you know, you, you did it to me all last night. You're doing it to me now. I would appreciate it if you didn't freaking jump all over my conversation. And, and by the way, sometimes she's like, she's in the kitchen. The kitchen, the living room is all connected. So I'm in the living room having a conversation with our friend. She's in the kitchen and she's interrupting from there. And she's not even in the conversation, right? So that was the big discussion we had. And and I don't know if, if you guys as a... I feel like the woman on our live podcast when her husband's like 20 years ago. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm merely bringing it up because people wanted to, to see. And the problem was that I was sick. I was grumpy. Uh-huh. I got on. I got on in the morning. I was done with it. I was ready to do the podcast. And then this one over here goes, well, somebody's grumpy this morning because I interrupted him. And I'm like, ooh, bitch, here we go. Right. So, and, and I mean, I thought, I thought that we had somewhat turned it around at the end. And, and uh, Rick did say, Rick goes, man, I was, I was ready to scrap it at one point. Rick and, was going to stop us in the middle of it <laughs> and go, Hey guys. Yeah. Stop. But that, that's what the, and again, which he should have, cause we scrapped it anyway. It would have saved us the second half of the episode. But, but I think, I, 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 I think that we are lucky that ultimately we, that we have Rick and he's really patient with us. <laughs> yes. Thank God for Rick and Gigi. But um, no, I, I think ultimately that me and you do care about each other enough. Uh-huh. That we do hear each other out and we try our best to to be better. Yeah, sure. I let you say yeah. that whole thing without interrupting you once. Good, because you didn't want to say because when we're on the podcast, Renee's always and that's the difference because Renee goes Renee goes hand over my Renee goes, Renee goes, I just you know, you looked bad. And and I'm like, that's because when I get on this podcast, I'm never thinking I my guard is never up as to I want to make sure that I look good all the time. You are. No. <laughs> no. I look, I think the truth is something about doing it in our house makes it feel very natural and casual. We run in here, we knock it out, and we go about our day, you know? Um, and I think that helps. But I just, you you were in a bad mood. And like, I, I will and agree. So yes. much, you know what it is? So many of the comments that we get from people say, you make me laugh, you make my day. And so they're naturally, I think we strive to continue to meet that expectation. And I just feel like us getting here in a bad mood and bickering is not helping anyone's day. No, I think it does. And I, I mean, I think that, that part of our appeal is that, that we are very honest on this podcast and we are very real and, and we have real discussion like we're having right now. I mean, it's a real discussion of, of, Hey, I was upset because you were constantly interrupting me. Yeah. During a conversation. And, and I think that that gives people the opportunity to go, oh, we go through that too. Right. Either my husband does it to me or the husband going, oh, she does it to me. Yeah. Right. And I think it gives people the opportunity to go, hey, here's a real couple with their guard down. Yeah. You know, you, you, well, you, coupledom is hard. I think it's natural to annoy the shit out of each other at some point. But I, th- but I think that's also why podcasting is attractive. Right. You know, you watch, um, you know, sometimes because I'm watching the news or something in the morning. Uh, what is his name? Ryan Seacrest and Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa, come on. Uh-huh. And it's very clearly it's TV time. And, and it's very clear that they're trying to. And I think that's what makes, I think, our podcast attractive and podcasting in general 
attractive is it we're not on here being network television yeah you know and and kelly and 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 look i think those people are great i'm sure they're wonderful people but yeah you know th- when they get on it's We've got a TV show to deliver. Yeah. And, well, we don't and, have to deal with standards and practices. All we're concerned about is, is Facebook. Oh, my God. We would have been that. canceled the first fuck, <laughs> you know. But, but again, I think that that's what makes this open discussion that me and you have weekly attractive is that we do let our guard down. And, and in my opinion, I would have been okay putting it out there because I'm not perfect. Yeah. I'm not perfect. And I do get grumpy and I, I, I make mistakes and, you know... Did I, did I handle it that morning in the best way? Probably not, yeah. you know, but the wound was fresh. Yeah. And then you walked in here and you're like, let me pour some, uh, <laughs> battery acid on it. Yeah. <laughs> let me pour some battery acid on it and start some shit yeah, on the podcast. So, you know, would I have looked a little bad? Maybe, but I think people know where my heart is, you yeah, know, and they sure. know that, and, and they know that me and you it's are on my sleeve. Oh, <laughs> Oh, is that a, is that a keeper or is that a rental? This is a rental. It is a rental. Um, and then another thing I want to throw out there is, is the conversation of Patreon keeps coming up. Now, if you don't know what Patreon is, it is a, a subscription based situation where, where you would get, um, extras. I brought it up a long time ago and you shit on it. I have such a hard time with it. Because I want everybody to have access. I want everybody to see it. So we're really trying to come up with, number one, is there is there a, a appetite for it? Yeah. Do people want? Because what I will tell you is that no matter what. We got to explain to what Patreon is for people who don't know pa- it, some people. Patreon is that you subscribe to our Patreon. You pay a couple bucks a month, whatever we decide that that is. And then you get extra. It's like the new version of the old school fan club. It's like a fan club. Right. So my thing is that I don't ever want to not offer what we do to anybody and everybody, right? And I don't want it to become, but at the same time, it's like, man, if we're going to deliver extra, it becomes very difficult. Well, it's work. And then too, there's only so many places and ways to put it out, right? Before you start diluting the other stuff that you're putting out on that channel. So you need another delivery system. Well, and, and with that, that, and I also know that, that because of YouTube or Facebook or any of these, you will hear ads, right? So, you know, I'll watch it sometimes on YouTube mm-hmm. because I'm on the road or whatever. Then all of a sudden there's like five commercials yeah. that pop up and then you have to wait and skip ad. And, and that's kind of annoying, you know, yeah. on top of the sponsors that actually take care of us, you know. Um, so I just want to know if, if anybody has the appetite for it. You know, are there people that listen to our podcast that go, yes, not only do we want the 40 minutes that you guys do. The, and, and that's another thing. Some people are like, hey, man, 40 minutes, 50 minutes. That's perfect for us. We love that. And then there's other people that go, man, we can listen to you guys forever. Go forever. Well, yeah. we're trying to, to meet in the middle. So maybe this is one of those situations where no matter what, you get the 50 minutes, but you go to Patreon and now you get, you get to see the new merchandise because now we're coming out with new merchandise. Yeah. You get to see the merchandise first. Um, or you also get to get, and my thinking, because I love you so much, uh-huh. is in the Patreon, not only do you get the extended version of our podcast, but then you would do a, you and Betty would do a behind the scenes podcast every single week uh-huh. where now we're really getting into, you know, the tour of our home. Cause then we feel like, well, the people that, that want to see this really want to see it. Right. Yeah. 
and you, you know, right now you're, you're buying furniture for the living room, taking them on that adventure together and you having your own little thing that is also attached to me because it's our home and, yeah, and yeah, our yeah. things. And that's where it all comes from. So those are kind of some of the things that I'm thinking about in my head that would add value. Yeah. If, if somebody was willing to do that. So that's I'm curious one. if, if people who watch are already doing Patreon with other people. Oh, that's another thing. Yeah. Are you doing Patreon you know? with it, with, with other people? And, and again, you know, making it a minimal cost. Yeah. Right. Not going nuts. I mean, we're not talking Netflix subscription here. We're just talking a couple bucks. Yeah. You know, 25 bucks a year and you get, you get extra Trevino. Yeah. You know, maybe there's a video of my legs so that you always have it. <laughs> you always have it. You know, when you're in need of the leg show, yes. you're boom. You're like, I'm going to my Patreon because I know, <laughs> I know I can see. Because the leg show is pinned at the top. Um, I'm also very proud of myself. Speaking of leg show, I, I finally got to the point and it was about a week before um, New Year's Eve where I said, okay, I got to lose the weight. Yeah. You know, and I got it. I, you know, and I've been working out. I, I feel like I'm strong. I'm a strong guy because I yeah. lifted, I lift weights. I do the, the jujitsu. I just wasn't losing weight. Yeah. And finally, you know, all the things I know, all the things I've seen you go through and, you know, chief finally telling me, Steve, it's the food, man. You eat like shit. So about a week before New Year's Eve, I said, you know what? I'm not going to wait till New Year's Eve. Right? Yeah. I'm not going to be one of those that goes, well, at the new year, I'm going to change. Well, why not now? Yeah. So I have been eating much, much better, making much better decisions. I eliminated fried food. I eliminated most bread. I'm not going no bread. Yeah. I've eliminated most bread. And in the month that I've been doing it, mm -hmm. I have lost about eight pounds. So I'm really proud of myself. And I'm going to get abs before you. And I'm going to take myself to Croatia. <laughs> Because I, uh, I'm gonna deserve it. Uh, but, but you know what? I, I I gotta say that once I made up my mind, yeah. And and once and and now that I'm a month in, uh -huh. it has become very easy. You know, at first it was hard. Oh no, for um, me it's not. I still sneak in the pantry and eat uh, Reese's peanut butter cups and chocolate leftover from well, s'mores. I had already started. I had already started when we went to New York, and that was hard because I wanted that slice, that corner slice of pizza. I yeah. wanted. To get the hot dog off the the, the street meat, the street meat, and I, I just didn't. And and for the first time, because I've tried this before, yeah, right. And I've I've succeeded before. When I met you, I was I was dieting. Yeah, you were you were a, a medium. When I was I in met a medium you. shirt. Yeah, and so I, I've just made the decision that that that's it. Yeah, no more eating bad. And I got to tell you, man, I've lost eight pounds. I already feel amazing. Yeah. I feel lighter. I, f I feel like See, I have but that's, men shed it so easily. And then like you, you get, you get encouraged, right? Because you're like, Oh, I'm losing the weight. So that encourages you to keep going women. I feel like it takes us so freaking hard. It's like so hard to lose two pounds. You're like, screw it. I might as well eat the donut. No, but, but I understand what you're saying, but it, you know, it, it really is, you know, we've, we've been together to dinner together several times uh -huh. and I, I, I go through my old habits yeah. Right. And I'm like, man, you, know, you go to a nice dinner. They bring out the nice bread. And right? it's warm. With, it's warm with the salted mm. crust. 
mm-hmm. and the the melt the the perfectly spreadable butter, mm-hmm. you know. And dude, I would murder a loaf of that, right? And now yeah. I'm not. So it makes me go, holy moly! Like, damn, dude, I was eating before the appetizer, yeah, before the dinner. I was eating an uh, an entire freaking loaf of bread. Yeah. And now I'm not. And then, so when it comes to an appetizer, I'm like, okay, have an appetizer, but what is it going to be? Well, this time I'm choosing the salad, right? I'm not getting the fried calamari or the cheese sticks or the, you know, so I'm starting to notice like, well, Steve, that's why you weren't losing weight. Yeah. I'm looking at your habits and the things that I was doing before making better decisions, getting the grilled fish instead of the fried fish. I haven't had a French fry in a month. When normally I'd murder a plate of French fries. Yeah. You know, so it, it has really oh, been. Chick-fil-A French fries are so good. But even when you went to Chick-fil-A the other day, what did I tell you to bring me? You had me bring you just grilled nuggets, no fries. That's it, man. And, and but I've also noticed that like I, I'm craving the fries. I'm craving the Chick-fil-A sandwich, uh-huh. right? The fried chicken. Yeah. I'm, I'm freaking craving it. As soon as I eat, that craving's completely gone. And then I'm so happy that I made that decision. Yeah. Now the opposite effect is I'm I'm craving those French fries. I'm craving that chicken sandwich. Yes. Fuck it. I'm gonna eat the chicken sandwich. I'm gonna eat the fries. And then afterwards I'm like You feel bad. I feel bad. <clears throat> You're in a carb coma. Right. So yeah. I wanna start sharing my journey because our, our friend um Gina, uh-huh. um, Wilson's wife. Yes. She's she's a, a health coach. Is mm-hmm. that right? She's a health coach. Yeah. And I'm gonna start a detox with her. And she's going to walk me through um, a detox. But I, I want everybody to know out there, man, I am, I'm so much happier. You know, and I, I feel fast. I feel energetic. I feel, and I've only lost eight pounds. Yeah. And I am, I am probably realistically 40 pounds overweight still. Yeah. I am still 40 pounds After overweight. After the eight pounds? 40 pounds overweight. So now that's, now we're talking about like, Perfect, ideal weight, 7% body fat, ideal oh, weight. Oh, that's crazy. 40 pounds. You're not going to get down to 7% body fat. That's crazy. Well, so that's why that's, I'm... That's like athlete. My, I am an athlete. But, but no, that's, that's like professional athlete. I'm a professional athlete. Okay. Okay, okay, Steve. Um, so, uh, you know, had I not chosen comedy, I, I probably <clears> would have played Right. Pro you can show everyone on Patreon. Um, and now that I'm <laughs> doing jujitsu, I probably would have been a pro fighter or, or a, a pro baseball player. But... Um, I chose comedy and for that, you guys are welcome, uh, but you would have enjoyed my athleticism as well, but, uh, um, I get is your calves. So I, my goal is okay. I'm 40 pounds overweight. I want to lose 30. Uh-huh. And, and just, I, I also realized that there is nothing wrong with cheating, right? Yeah. On, on your food. If you're aware, right? Yeah. You know, so Sunday I had the guys over. We all, excuse me for one second. Take over. I, this no, is you say it's okay to cheat. Yes, it's okay to cheat. It's just my problem as a human being. If I cheat and have one Reese's peanut butter cup, I end up having three Reese's peanut butter cups. So that's what I'm going to talk about. So I, I'm just better off if I like don't even open Pandora's box. So that's exactly what I'm going to talk about. So um, hold on. Was that your stomach or mine? Speaking of... <laughs> food um, someone's stomach just growled really so su- sunday you know i, I had all the <clears> snacks <throat> yeah for the guys right because we were playing poker in the in the in the barn and 
I was just more aware. And I was like, okay, I want the peanut butter pretzels and I want some M&Ms. So I took a cup uh-huh. and I filled it a third of the way with M&Ms and pretzels. And I told myself, that's all you're getting. Yeah. But the next day I was like, okay, the next day, because I ate that, I'm going to really chill out. Yeah. So the next day I had um, two servings of grilled chicken. Uh-huh. And then in the evening yesterday, I all I had was a protein bar and a fruit bar. And a little loaf of cheese, the little, and that was it. Yeah. Because I in my head, I'm like, okay, you had the M&M's, you had the peanut butter, right? I'm going to adjust. So, God willing, I'm over here talking shit. I hope I can, <laughs> I hope I can keep it up. You know, but I feel I, for the first time in a, in a very long time when it comes to, and it's, and it's not dieting. That's what you realize too, is it's like, it's not that I'm on a diet. I need to make a lifestyle change. Yeah. Everyone says that it's the choices. You know, I need to make better choices and go, okay, you've been doing great for a month. Yeah. Have a slice of pizza. There's nothing wrong with having a slice of pizza as yeah. a treat, right? As a Hey, I know I'm gonna have a slice of pizza right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited about it, and and hopefully, um, you guys will join me on the journey because it is very very exciting. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, and I think you should join me. I mean, I do sort of. I just I like go in the pantry and I'll sneak chocolate. Like it, like like when I saw the M and M's, I was like, why the hell did he buy those M and M's? Because now every time I pass by the M and M's, I stick my hand in the M and M's. But that's on you. I just don't like. I can't. I can't have it in the house. I can't. I can't open it. No, look, all. I don't. I don't disagree with you. But there. But for me, <clears throat> and I don't know what it is. And and you know, I don't know if I've talked about it on this, but you know, I really got into my brain. I really did the self hypnosis and and making myself make the decision that that's it. I'm not eating bad anymore. Yeah. I'm just not doing it. And for this past month, I got to say, I'm literally, I'm not missing it. I'm not missing eating bad. I'm not, Yeah. Uh, you know, and before I would go two weeks, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, fuck it. Right. All right. Well, I'm going to have that. And then, yeah. and then it was off the wagon again. Like you said. That's me. Yeah. Or it was like, ooh, there's M&Ms there. You know what? Screw it. Right. Yeah. And this time I'm like, you know what, man? I, I, I think you have to make that mental switch in your head that. You know, that's it. I also don't want to be that person in like the restaurant or in a social situation that it's like, oh no, I don't eat that. And um, do you have this? And can I have it like this, but not like this? And like, but oh, can, I can't eat there. Like, let's but you can still, I, I still had like, the steak. Yeah. Steak's fine. I still had the steak. I still had, I, I, I did a salad instead of French fries. Yeah. I did the, we did the Brussels sprouts. Yeah. You know, we went to go eat at Cooper's barbecue, which is my favorite barbecue here in New Braunfels. Mm-hmm. We went to eat there and, you know, uh, Frank was with us. So he wanted to taste everything. We got mac and cheese. We got all this other stuff. And I just, he got potato salad. I didn't touch it. I had a little bit of brisket. I had the beans. Yeah. And my drink. And I was good. So it's not, nobody's saying you, again, dieting is, all these things are gone. Eating, eating better is just making better choices. Yeah. Or, okay, you're going to have the mac and cheese. Have a couple spoonfuls. Don't eat the whole freaking tub of it. Yeah. You know, so that that's, <clears throat> that for me too is that mental like, oh, I, I, it's not that I can't eat. But my problem is, that, you know, I love fried oysters, mm-hmm. right? So if I see them on the menu, I'm like, I got to have them, right? Yeah. Okay, well, fried oysters comes with fried french fries. I got to have the fried french fries, you know, and the hush puppy. 
Well, now it's like, well, don't even consider the fried food anymore. Yeah. Because that's, we already know that's bad for you. Yeah. Well, okay, I'll do the grilled fish. So I'm still eating. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. And I think that you need to get over that mental hump. I do. I need to care enough about it. But if you're going to Croatia, I'm going with you, so. <laughs> Not if you don't have abs. <laughs> my shit's going to be tight, homie. <laughs> so, right, so right now, my goal is to get to Easter. My, Easter. My okay. reward will be at Easter. Uh-huh. I will then have a cheat day on Easter Sunday. You're not going to have a cheat day till Easter Sunday? That's right. Damn. Okay. So I'm going to eat good. I'm going to eat good. I'm going to eat. And, and, oh, that's another thing. Like, you know, we had, we had um, our friends at Los Fantanas cater my poker game. Uh-huh. And it was Mexican food. Yes. And no queso for me. And I didn't eat. A ton of chips. I grabbed three or four chips, a little salsa, and ate that, and that was it. Okay. I like, I'm scared to say I'll commit with you till no cheat days till Easter, but that just seems so unrealistic for me. I'm like baby steps. But that's on you. Then we gotta throw out the M&Ms, we gotta throw out the Reese's peanut butter cups, but, uh, like you don't have out to. of the house. It's no, it's being aware. Have a have a have a Reese's peanut but butter. But you cup. just said no cheat days. That's a cheat day. That's a cheat food. Be, being aware. I'm not telling you no, when I say <laughs> I'm aware no, no, no. I'm eating this no, no, no. Reese's peanut butter cup. No, and what it's I'm bad. saying is that so when it when it comes cheating? to cheat day, I'm not talking about you can I'm I can't have a snack till Easter. I'm not saying that I can't have a Reese's peanut butter till Easter. I'm saying that that it's one Reese's peanut butter cup, being aware and going back to eating right. So then, what saying, counts as like a cheat day? I'm saying Easter Sunday is like I want a slice of pizza. I want a I want freaking <laughs> potato salad. Binge. I want French fries. Yeah, I, yes, I'm gonna go okay. for all the carbs and all the things that that I shouldn't be eating. Right, I'm gonna have four Reese's peanut butter cups instead of just one. Yeah, that's you're all gonna I'm have saying. the chocolate bunny. That's all I'm saying. So, I, I, look, I'm not saying today that it's you know never say never, but I'm gonna do my best. Yeah, and I think if you join me, okay, okay, see you no. Okay. No, you don't have to. No, I want to say it with like tears. I didn't know you were gonna present this to me today. Can I like binge? To no, I'm kidding. No, no I don't feel the need to binge. I just it's really I'll hard tell you for what, me not to cheat. I need you to mentally get in that space, and then next week when we get on here, honestly give me a real decision. Don't make the decision right now. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to, that's okay. No, I feel like if you're gonna do it, it's easier if we do it together. It's harder when one partner is trying to be really healthy and the other is not. Especially like in our fast-paced life situations, if we are both committed to no, we're not gonna go to the shitty fast food place. We're gonna go to the fast food place that has a decent option. It's easier if we're both doing it for sure. Well, and and you know, like and, and I, not to be judgy, but when we would go to dinner, I'd be like, what's what's Renee getting? Like I'm watching you. <laughs> I got the cottage and, dinner. I got the thing with the lowest calorie. And count. I'm like, oh, don't do that one. Don't do that. <laughs> like, um, but but we were off. I was off this weekend. That just went by, and um, I don't know where. So when I say off, it means not on the road. Yes. We still work like crazy all week. Rick and Gigi came over. We did an amazing photo shoot. Yeah. And I don't want to tell. You, I, I'm not allowed to tell you guys what it's about, but it's really exciting and and. A great thing for my career. How long so, before we can talk about it? I don't know. Because someone I'm, was like, would you quit teasing it and just tell us I know already? They're, they're supposed to make an announcement. And, and just so everybody knows, like, it's not like, it, it is something in the industry that's going to help me out. 
Yeah. And a lot of you guys might not even know what, what I'm doing for what I'm doing it for, but because I've got invited to do this thing, it is big for my career. Yeah. So we're very excited about it. So it's not that it's not that I took off. I just took off of the road. Yeah. We were still working all week. You weren't traveling doing shows. Well, and it was really cool because our neighbors came over mm-hmm. and they were like, hey, you're off on a Saturday. Let's go out tonight. Yes. And and like, we, I mean, we didn't even think about it. Like, okay. Right. So let's yeah. go. So we worked all day. Uh, Rick and Gigi came over, which was freaking awesome. We got to hang out with them, their kids. We had, we had, we had a lot of fun, I thought. Yeah. Um, Rick's probably not going to answer, but <laughs> we had a lot of fun, I thought. And then, you know, we ended up going out. Man, we had fun. We went to a restaurant. And by the way, I, had, I, I avoid Austin. I don't go to Austin. And, and I usually like to go to San Antonio over Austin. And, and I, man, as a young man, you know, I partied a lot in Austin. Uh-huh. You know, 6th Street, you know, 5th Street, the warehouse district. <clears throat> I mean, I was there all the time. And, and if you've ever been to 6th Street, what people don't know is they, every night, they block off all of 6th Street because that's how many people... You can drive it during the day, but you can't at night. Not at night because there's so many people in the streets that they just said, all right. Because there's, I mean, it's just bar after bar after bar yeah. after bar, you know. And yeah, I hadn't been there in, in uh, you know, a million years. I, I don't think I'd been there since my 21st birthday, actually. Oh, yeah. We, me and I you partied together. I think that's the last time I was on 6th Street. Well, and, and we, didn't, we didn't realize that we were actually on 6th Street. I think you're going to say, we didn't realize we were old. <laughs> no, well, yeah, we, well, there's that too. But we, we, we went to a place called Eddie V's, uh-huh. which is, which is downtown. <clears throat> Man, we had a, we had a great dinner with our friends. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot in common, you know, a lot of us, a lot of, a lot in common with them. Yeah. And then afterwards we're like, well, let's have, um, let's have one more drink. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go have one more drink. So we weren't quite, it was, we weren't quite ready to call it a night. Yeah, we're all having a good time. We had a, we had some wine at at, at um, dinner. We had a little mm-hmm. bit of whiskey. We're feeling good. All right, well, let's go. Let's go have a drink. So we turned the corner, and it was like, oh shit, <laughs> we're on we're on Sixth Street. Yeah. Right. So we walk into this bar. There's two people in there. Three. Yeah. Yeah. We sit down. We have we go to the yeah. restroom. I we, asked. I was like, is there a restroom? And she's like, uh, I don't know if it's open. <laughs> she's like, this is our first day back open. Yeah, literally, the bar was like, we yeah. just opened up for the first time, you know. So we're like, all right. So we have a drink there, and and again, I'm like, hey guys, what are we doing? Yeah. And it was like, well, I'm up. We're for like, it. let's go check out another spot. So because when I worked at the Addison Improv in Dallas, Texas, across the hall was Sing Sing, not Sing Sing. That's Carl Bailey's place. Um, um, Pete's uh-huh. Piano Bar. Pete's Dueling Piano Bar. And I love that place. And I go, you know what? There's a Pete's. Which, by the way, I had not partied on 6th Street in 20 years. Uh-huh. The f- it hadn't changed. Really? The bars were the same. Like, I knew exactly where to go. Like, yeah. And, I mean, and, I was really drunk on my 21st birthday, so I don't remember a lot of the night. And I felt like it was beer fest. Like, I'm like, I know where to go. Just get me drunk. <laughs> like, if I'm drunk, I will tell you. I'll tell you where everything's at, right? I need to be wasted, right? So we, we walk into to, um, Pete's Piano Bar, uh-huh. and it was jumping. It was you know? a good time. Well, and, and, and we're lucky because Austin has so many talented musicians. So, I mean, these dudes at the pianos, I got to throw them a shout out, man. These guys... They're great. We're not, not only great, they were awesome. 
Yeah. So we're into it, man. And there's we, like a sax on the wall and a fiddle on the man, wall we, and like all kinds of instruments. They just take off and play. We grab a drink, you know, which was funny because me and Chris are down there and you girls are like, we're going to the restroom. Restroom's upstairs. You guys never come back. Because we found prime seating like right on the balcony, no, but, right in front of the stage. But here's how genius Chris was. He goes, Peggy found a spot. <laughs> right? He knew. He yeah, knew. Yeah, yeah. So we go up and man, we're, we're just having a great time having drinks. And then all of a sudden, this girl is just staring at Renee. No, she spotted you. She spotted you. And she didn't she give you one of these? She well, gave you one of these. She gave me like a look and, and, and I'm like, oh man, she, you know. They, I was like, she's, oh, she's a Steve Trevino fan. She's probably a fan, you know, and, and she comes over, she walks straight at me and she pushes me aside. And she came to me. Came Do you know you. what she said to me? No, what she said to me was out of respect, she's like, I should give you a hug first. You know, yes, instead of like a random fan, just like putting all their arms and everything else around you. She, was she wasn't a fan. Well, that's what I thought was going on. She was hitting on you. <laughs> she not only was she hitting on Renee, she was obsessed <laughs> with Renee. And she'd come over to me and she'd be like, take care of your girl. <laughs> she said, she came over to me and she goes, do I need to rescue you? I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> and she kept going she kept coming up to me with all due respect she'd bite her lip your wife is so beautiful she's so beautiful and I love it man I'm I'm laughing and then and then our friends are like what's going on I'm like hey Renee's a, Renee's about to hook up Awesome because I swore, scissor time tonight. I swore she was a Steve Trevino fan when she goes like that to you. But she was like obsessed with you. <clears throat> she was cute. And and she was like, like, I mean, it was so funny to watch. And she just kept coming up to me going, Take care of your girl. You know. And then at one point I was posting something on, on my thing, and she goes, Oh, focus on your girl. <laughs> focus on your girl, not your phone. But it was so funny to me to see this girl just like, I mean, and all her friends. And, and she came up to me. She goes, you're lucky that I like her because my friends like her too. And they're not nice like me. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I think we are lucky. Um, but we finally got home. And then, of course, we're like, okay, more drinks because we're neighbors. Yeah. We all got home together. More drinks. And then Renee, I said, it's time to go home or you're going to have to carry me home. I was oh. like falling asleep. I don't even know what time it was at that point, but oh. you, you could chat all night long. You could chat all night long and I can't, Well, no. I got to hit the hay at some point. The problem with me and, and, and I'm, I have to be very aware of it. You know, I come from an alcoholic family. Yeah. Um, so the dangerous thing about me, number one, I don't get hangovers. Number two, I can drink forever. You can drink forever. Not only can I drink forever, I don't get hangovers. So it's just such a bad, there's no consequences. Yeah. So it's just such a bad, most people, they drink, they feel like shit the next day. They go, I'm not doing that again. At least for a while. <laughs> right. And, and when you have my blood, you drink a lot. Yeah. You wake up, you feel fine, and then screw it, I'll drink again. And then that leads to alcoholism and and yeah. because i have lost several family members to alcoholism i try to be very aware of that you know and we woke up sunday and football was on and, and yeah. all the guys were were having drinks rightfully so you know they yeah. work all week i did not 
because I, you know, I, you know, it has to stop. Yeah. You know, and you have to go, Hey man, I don't want to get into a habit of drinking Friday night, waking up, drinking all day or Saturday night, waking up, drinking all day Sunday yeah, and then going, well, you know what? Monday I'll have a drink too. And then I mean, it's hard when you work in a comedy club, right? When you work in a bar, but that's why I have my rules. You, you will not see me on stage with a drink Thursday. You won't see me on, on stage with a drink Friday, second show Friday at the end of my show, I will order a crown on the rocks Yeah, and I will finish out the, the last 10 minutes with a drink. Yeah. And that's me rewarding myself. Yeah. You know, going, hey, man, I worked all week. I've been busting my ass. Tomorrow I have nothing to do. I have zero responsibilities to my my wife, to my kids. You know, I'll have a drink. Yeah. You know, so, and then Saturday, no drink. Wake up. And when I even wake up, I mean, I don't sleep Saturday night. I get home, you know. So it, it is one of those things that I try very hard to be aware that I come from alcoholics and to be careful as to, you know, my dad said something and that, that guy always says shit that I'm like, where do you get that? Like dadisms. Uh-huh. You know, daddy used to always say, you don't want to be an oak tree. You want to be a palm, a palm yes. tree. Yeah. You know, cause palm trees are tall and proud, but they flex, they're flexible. They can weather the storm. Yeah. They can weather a hurricane. You know, the oak tree stays strong <clears throat> and, and prideful and breaks, you yeah. know, um, but one of the things he said when it came to drinking was, he said, look, man, boys drink, men celebrate. Yeah. Because it's okay to celebrate a long, hard week of work. It's okay to celebrate a birthday, a wedding, yeah. you know, not seeing a friend in a long time. It's okay to celebrate that. But little boys drink every day. Yeah. You know, and and I, I and when I was younger, I'm like, fuck that, then I'm a little boy. <laughs> but now as a man, I understand, I understand what, what he was saying. Yeah. You know. Um, but what a wonderful weekend to be off. And I, I just want to thank our neighbors for offering to saying, to, Hey, let's go to dinner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what? I, I wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah. Right? And, and, and to be honest with you, I was like, man, I don't want to go out. I don't want to leave my house. Yeah, I know. After, after I'm the home. photo shoot, we were like in our sweatpants curled up on the couch for a little bit before we went back out. But it did feel good to go out on a Saturday night and I was not the entertainment. Yeah. You know, it was like, man, I, I'm gonna go watch a show. Yeah. I'm going to have a drink with my wife. Yeah. Sixth Street right? was quite the show. Oh, yeah. Well, then, <laughs> we left because we're, you know, we're about an hour from Austin and we're like, all right, well, we do need to start heading home. So, yeah. About, so, but when we're heading home, that oh, that's when like everyone, oh my God, dude, we, to get in the door. we walked out of the bar and if I didn't hear people go, oh my God, somebody's parents here. You're like, <laughs> like, somebody's looking for their daughter. Right. Um, <laughs> It, I mean, it was like, holy, I mean, yeah, just the streets were jam packed and, and thank we got out of there about 1230, got home about one thirty. Was it that early? Um, <laughs> well, but, but we got home by, by the time we got home, it was already one thirty. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was a good weekend. Mm. Um, and again, you know, I, I really want to know if, if Patreon is something that, that interests people for, for other stuff. Yeah. Bonus stuff. I'd love to know too. Cause we've been talking, it's been like a discussion that pops up several times over, over a while now and you were never really comfortable with it. So, and then, and then just to get deep and I'm, I'm doing it here at the end because it'll give, it'll give Rick the option to edit or, or cut it out. But you know, I, I, I've been seeing so much of this and I, I, I really been thinking about it and I wanted to say something on the podcast. Yeah. I've been seeing so much with this attitude of, 
you know, well, we can't afford a house, right? That attitude and the, you know, the boomers had it easy and, you know, this, you know, well, minimum wage and, you know, we're hearing it a lot, right? A lot. And I I also did a little bit of research, not a lot, but a little bit. Uh It also turns out that homes now that are being built are a thousand square foot on average more than homes that were being built back in the day. And, and we see it all the time. You know, because me and you lived in Los Angeles, we rented several homes. You'd go in those homes and the closets were tiny. Yeah. Right. Which also lets you know that people back then had less possessions. Yeah. Right. In nowadays, the closets have become massive. Right. Everybody comparatively. Oh, yeah, yeah. comparatively. You know, everybody wants that walk-in closet, <laughs> right? That big closet. So I get frustrated when I hear those things because it's like, no, man. And I, I say to my show, the American dream is not big houses. It's not big cars, fancy clothes. It's not boats and jet skis. The American dream is a promise that you can have a job, you can feed your family, and you can put a roof over their head. Now is that food going to be gourmet food? That promise is not there for you. They didn't make that promise. They didn't, they didn't make the promise that it's going to be steak yeah. and lobster. They didn't make that. That's not the promise. Yeah. They didn't say that the roof that you were going to have over your head is 2,500 square feet. But don't tell me that you cannot buy a home somewhere in America that if you work hard enough that you could move into and make it a home. And like I say in my act, you know, I did not grow up in a big house, but my parents sure made it a home. Yeah. You know, so then you have the argument that, well, Steve, minimum wage, minimum wage, minimum wage. I, and I get it. I get it. Right. Minimum yeah. wage has not grown. And I don't know how long I understand that. However, if you take the attitude that my dad taught me and the attitude was pride, If you show up to any job, any job, I don't care what it is, but you show up and you are dressed nice and your shirt is tucked in and your, your uniform is clean and you do not show up on time. You show up early. And when you show up early, you have a smile on your face and you are willing to do all the things that need to get done. And then some without asking somebody or without expecting somebody to tell you to do it. I assure you that you will not make minimum wage for long. I promise you that. You show up and you are tidy and you are clean and you are ready to work and you have a smile on your face and you show up early and you leave late. And and by the way, when you do your job, you do it well. It's not sloppy. I promise you that that employer, no matter who they are, will go, I need that person. And if I don't pay that person, somebody else is going to. Yeah. So then they will start paying you more. So this is America. You work hard. You do the right things. And you can have a home. And you can have food in your belly. I assure you of that. And and by the way, there's so many people that have that attitude. If you have the opposite attitude of what I'm talking about, you have no idea how your dreams can come true. I am Steve Trevino. This is my beautiful wife, Renee, a.k.a. Captain Evil. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And uh, thank you.